and we're live. Welcome everybody to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, I feel like it's been forever since we spoke. I feel like... Yeah, I was looking through... Um... How have you been? How are the kids? <laughs> How's the, how are the kids? How's the wife? Um, little, little Johnny's in college now, right? Yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he got a water polo scholarship, actually. Um... <laughs> People that look like me are known for their swimming prowess. So, look, um, I wasn't going to make the joke. I was going to let you make that joke, and then we were going to move right along. And now we can. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to try to get in and out of this one um, because we spoke for like an hour and a half last night. So, which was a lot are... of fun. And by the way, thank you to everybody that um, yeah that came that... on to chat with us. And yeah, it was fun. Let me see if I have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to add to our little library the best moment, I think, from last night's show. Um, But while I do that, uh, yeah, we have to talk about the Lakers uh, apparently all together deciding, hey, our hamstrings, our ankles, our quads, just Mm -hmm. all going to stop working right at the same time. Yeah, I feel feel a, um, a kinship. Uh, with the boys, as I said on Twitter, it's been a while since I've had a drink. And um, one of the terrible parts of that, I mean, it's its a good thing, but one of the terrible parts of that is the uh, incredibly excessive amount of surgeries I have had. Uh, <laughs> now I feel every single one of them. Harrison made the joke that maybe I would be getting minutes tonight uh, because of all the injuries. My body does not feel good. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I have anything uh, as far as minutes tonight, I don't know. You, I don't you know, know that there's give. like, there's, there's other ways to deal with that pain than, than alcohol, right? There's Tylenol, Aleve. I take a lot of Advil. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit of Advil. Yeah. I'm going to need it. So the reason we we're going a little late right now is because I'm an idiot. One. <laughs> um, and then, and then two, like I, I, you know, I was out back. I was legitimately out back chopping wood. Oh, so like, I'll yeah. carry water. Yeah, I was out back, yeah, and you know, my my arms, my forearms, my hands, everything is going to be sore for like the next month or so. Okay. Um, so so like I, I got you know sometimes you get caught up in a task, and I looked down and I was like, do we usually go at one or two? And then I get a text from you on my computer. I get texts from my computer and on my phone, and I and I didn't get anything on my phone. And I look here on my computer. Hey, are we gonna go? Are we off today? I was like, shit, damn it, it was one. So this was my bad. All my bad on this one. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the Lakers injuries. We're going to talk about a uh, 10-day season. We're going to talk about how the Lakers um, can maybe get through these injuries with the help of a couple 10 days. A lot of stuff that we're going to dive right into right now. But first, if you missed last night's show, this was the best, the best moment from it. He, individually, he does well. Uh, it's a, it, but it's a team sport. I'll just put sure. it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Sport. All right. Hey, I appreciate this so Kadeem's much. Kadeem's out here shitting on his son's team. Kadeem said, "Can we get my son some help, please?" Shouts to Kadeem for coming on, and shouts to everybody for coming on and helping us out with some with some topics, with some questions, some comments, some takes. Even got a couple of orca facts in there. Um, no one yelled yeah. at me, which was kind of disappointing. Maybe yeah, it was, just it was on weird. Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, well, t- typically people say they behave differently when it's 
you to the person. Yes. Yes. Whereas that's true. Online, it's a lot easier to say certain things. But of course. Um. All right. So the list right now of injuries that the Lakers are dealing with, obviously Anthony Davis. We come to find out that Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are going to be out for uh, at least a couple weeks. Uh, They're going to be reevaluated in a couple weeks. Troy Brown was questionable to play. Um, he has been since downgraded to out, so he is not going to be mm-hmm. available tonight against Atlanta. Um, that's like half the rotation. <laughs> between between Anthony Davis and Lonnie and Reeves, that's like three of the top five players I look forward to watching every night from the Lakers. Well, and it's also like everybody on the roster between about six, four and six, six. <laughs> I mean, well, JTA is probably technically six, six, but uh, um, he's, he's, he plays more, uh, more of a four in occasional five, but it is, it is definitely like, yes. I had a feeling that all the medium sized guys, something was up when um, we come to find out this morning on like the first or second day that you can actually sign these 10 day contracts. Yeah, y- yesterday was the first, uh, the, the Lakers already agreed to one with uh, Sterling Brown, brother of Shannon Brown. Uh, uh, let's not say agreed yet. Working on one. There you go. Uh, please, hey, for me, the love of go, God, dude, you're they get me need in to trouble. get it done. They need to get it done. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> they working, need bodies Working tonight. towards, I believe the Shams, uh, Shams, I think the phrase, phrase he used was had momentum towards or working towards. I think Usually that means it's done, but they haven't, an, I haven't been. The team has not announced it yet, so I'm going to be yeah. vague. Um, well, he's not. I feel like you can talk about. That. He's a free agent. He's not on no, the team. No, yeah, no, That's I not can't tampering. talk. I can't. You know, no, 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 no. It's not tampering. I can talk about him. He is a free agent. Yeah. Um, but oh, the but team, you like until, well, until the Lakers it, do not. They do not respond to unsubstantiated reports. Right. Until that is it's, until <laughs> until it's done. Done. We, we don't. We it's don't like, like to talk until it's done. Until it's official. I will say this though. For for everybody, we gonna have a Darren Collison thing. Where it's like three different attempts at signing him. See now, I almost got away. I almost got away with that. Have I said told this story on the air? Probably. We've told a lot of stories. The the one about the the one about Darren Collison at the Lakers game. Yes. Have I told that one? Yeah, you've told that one. (laughs) Um, I was just playing the long game. See, I I I got him in Mm. the end. I got him in the end, and I would have. I would. It feels like um, uh, Scooby Doo. I like. I would have gotten away with it with nobody knowing. If it wasn't because McMiniman uh, took the picture that I yeah. was in at the game and he posted it and started using it on SportsCenter, which was, I mean, it, my phone. At least you had nice shoes on that night. I did. I did have good shoes. Yeah. But what really, what really for specifically Lakers Twitter, what really did me in because Dave didn't like tag me or didn't say my name was Pete on Twitter when Pete still, <laughs> when Pete was still active on Twitter said something to the basically like tagged me in it and made reference to the fact that I was around and yeah. And that, and then it was not good. And then I started getting blamed for it. Um, I, I loved it. Like one of the underrated aspects of that signing last year was that like, cause the, the running joke with the Lakers was that everybody on that roster last year was washed, right? Like um, that's why a lot of those guys do not currently have NBA jobs. And um you know, it was like the, the, the funny part to me that I don't think I even made a joke at the time, but now it's kind of striking me how funny it is that 
you know, Darren Collison, obviously he retired for a year and that's going to impact his rhythm coming back. But even when he was thinking about coming back, it took like another six to eight months for the Lakers to actually get him in a uniform. So it was like, hold on, Darren, you're not quite washed yet to play on this team. (laughs) 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 So should yesterday was the first day and to like the, the report, um, Sham's report came out first um, about that the Lakers were making progress or whatever phrase he used, that it was close or they were making progress towards a deal or whatever it was. And people start and with the uh, with Tyler Dorsey, with his workout yesterday, people were complaining about, uh, you know, both of them being six five. And I think we have our answer now. Right. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. the Lakers still need more wing help and, and bigger bodies uh, would love to have more you know, six, 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 seven, six, nine guys on the roster. Any? That would be, that would be useful. Like any not named LeBron or Wenyon. Okay. It's fair. <laughs> uh, but I think this is an indication, right? It, it, this is an indication of maybe why those kind of guys, you know, kind of two threes are going to be useful, especially in the near term, like on a 10 day contract, right. In the near term for, for, for the roster as a whole, um, and for the long term, I agree, right? The Lakers need more six six to six nine guys. But for right now, for a ten day right now specifically, this uh, somebody of that size, should it happen, obviously fills a need. Um, and because then we we later learned that Austin was going to be out at least a few weeks, and and Troy's not going to play tonight, and Lonnie is still out. So, I mean, more me- medium sized guys are also pretty useful <laughs> yeah. right now as well. Yeah, and there's the, I, I, and I said this on Twitter. If the signing does happen, there are minutes for for Brown right away tonight. I, I um, think he could start. Like I, I like. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, that's that's tough. But I um, mean, because look, right now the 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 available guard slash wings, right? Pat, Russ, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Like one of those guys, Russ is going to have to be with the second unit. Like I don't think he's going to start. Right. So. That right there with Troy Brown not available, like unless the Lakers are going to go, unless they want to go with LeBron at the three, Wenning at the four, and uh, Bryant at the five, you know, with with Pat and uh, Schroeder in the backcourt, I think unless they're willing to do that, which they haven't been willing to do to this point, and that again makes you kind of thin. Uh, with that second unit, which they're going to be regardless because of the situation. Um, I think Brown can start and he has, he has, uh, you know, a history with ham. They were I mean, in Milwaukee I think, I think together. That's, that's, that is, that is a very, that, that is a meaningful portion of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, why, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why I, he's, I think, why he's, I mean, he's, he's, he can also, he can also really shoot it. He didn't last year in Dallas. Um, yeah. He can really, he's, he's a, He's a plus shooter or has been yeah. generally. Um, and he certainly was in that way. Rocky. However, I think the differentiating thing, especially for a 10 day, and especially if you're going to need help immediately is his familiarity with, with Darwin. Yeah. So Darwin, that Darwin is going to know his strengths, know his weaknesses and theoretically be able to put him more quickly in positions to succeed without him having a full understanding of, of the playbook and all of these kind of things. Yeah. Um, and chemistry with with his teammates even saying that 
starting like the dude's not even signed yet. So, so starting tonight is is a tough. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show how wild the situation is, like how, how desperate their need is for 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 players that size and that that prototype. The other aspect of this um, that it pains me to say, and you know, you and I, I think you're drinking a, a sparkling water. I'm drinking a regular water. So we can't quite pour one out for the homie here, but I think it's time to to send Damian Jones on his way. I think the Lakers have too desperate a need, at, at like with especially if because Lonnie and Austin aren't guaranteed to come back in two weeks, they're going to be reevaluated in two weeks. So especially seeing as we don't have, it's still kind of ambiguous with their return timeline. Um, we got to see how Sterling Brown looks and all of that. The Lakers have already been thin at the wing. Like I, I would right now, I would happily, you know, do some version of even if, even if it means like the Lakers doing what the what the Celtics did with Noah Vonley, right, sending him to to San Antonio for some fake second rounder, maybe some cash considerations, opening up a roster spot, and bringing in. I, I my preference would be either Mo Harkless or Josh Jackson. Those are the two guys that I've I've been kind of eyeing to see what what's going on there, um, but but they I I look Damian Jones hasn't been able to get off of the bench, even given uh, how thin the Lakers have been up front. I don't think that's changing anytime soon, and again, it sucks to talk about my my large adult son, my large athletic adult son this way, but I again desperate times call for kind of desperate desperate measures. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. The The issue there, though. Now, if the second scenario you laid out um, is available, I maybe. The first, because he has guaranteed money next year also. Makes it's cutting minimum him. money, though. What's that? It's it's minimum money. Yeah, like it's, it's I a, think it's slightly above the minimum. But yes, yeah. uh, um, that makes that pretty. Yeah. I mean, like having just dead cap. Um, that's why trading him is is if if you're trying to get off of him because there is a obviously with the tender there is an open roster spot right now um that just but just, that that would that would be going to brown though correct they, correct they don't have yeah, two yeah, that's what i'm saying spots. you don't need to open one up for that is what i'm saying now right, if yeah. there is somebody else you want then yes you would have to but if that is the case then trading him as yes as the the trade you mentioned you know trading him into somewhere with cap space um to just take on him and send money and send something that doesn't isn't going to actually become anything yeah um you know the uh, top 59 protected <laughs> second round pick or something like that <laughs> um i wish they would let you trade like second rounders I, I feel like you should be allowed to trade in perpetuity like i understand first rounders there's like a what is it nine year cap on them or something like that you mean like how, far the, out, you, how far out how far out how far out you're, out you're allowed to trade, and trade them so all right so which is uh, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's why, why the latest 27 the 29, and 29 mm -hmm. are the only ones available now. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I feel like second rounders you should be allowed to trade in perpetuity. Like you I want a you want a 31 32. <laughs> no, make and it I don't even mean, more ridiculous. And I, I and I don't mean 8 years from now, I mean a 3031 3, 32. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Okay. Again, it's not it's not gonna be like it's not gonna become anything as it is. Like they're gonna, you know, like you said, top fifty nine and a half protect it. But like why why not? Like why not all right, uh, the Lakers are attaching a twenty seventy five 
<laughs> second rounder <laughs> to Damian Jones. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the one of the arguments. Uh, I mean, it depending on your worldview, it, it can be you can determine how credible of an argument it is, or how swaying of an argument it is. Um, but one of the arguments I've heard people use for the Lakers trading the 27 and 29 picks is that the world may not be around in 27 <laughs> and, 29 and or 29. Um, yeah. So I guess like I, we- that, that, that 3031 pick uh, second rounder. I don't know. But then you're going to have to figure out like a new thing to get upset about. Because if you could trade in perpetuity, now you can't say that the you can't do your bit about there's some an eight year old somewhere that the Lakers are <laughs> looking at because that now somebody would have to be negative a thousand or <laughs> negative what nine hundred something years old. I'm not I'm not saying first. I understand why there's a cap on first rounders, right? Like I get it. You know, like if you're if you're a GM and you could trade meaningful first round picks into 2073 or something <laughs> stupid like that. When you definitely aren't going to be there, you might not even be alive. Like, like obviously that's that's something that the the league can't do. But if like these second rounders that uh, are not, are are so heavily protected that they don't become anything anyway, like let's just make it as ridiculous as possible and and allow people to laugh at Damian Jones being attached to a, a three thousand thirty three <laughs> second rounder <laughs> going to San Antonio. Um, and then even better, in if we're all here still in the year 3033, that, that, that pick going for somebody that people have long since forgotten existed, Damian Jones, uh, being purveying finally, like that's even funnier. I'm, I'm here for the ridiculousness about it. Um, what do you think happens first? The Lakers trade for a wing or the GOP gets a house speaker? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I would, you don't have Unnamed to cognac that. is delicious. <laughs> uh, all right, so I miss more cognac. like more seriously, how do the Lakers get through this? Like, you know, obviously you do the whole like everybody has to step up, blah 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 blah. But like, yeah, I mean, they, but that's only they like... were already up against the baseline of size and physicality. They were below, I think, the the baseline of of size and physicality before. They're only two like six four to six six guys got hurt. Well, so Max is six six, and he's. I think he well, might. He may have to be in the short term. He may have to be part of the answer. Um, he's that. thinner than than the the wires that connect our mics. <laughs> like this guy. Uh, he 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 is he is uh, he is slender. Um, Do you think he has not, had, he has not had a chance to fully develop in an NBA weight program yet to get his <laughs> grown man body yet, uh, his grown yeah. man strength and muscles and all that? Um, yeah, but too bad. I mean, like, <laughs> I, it, so like the the next man up is a thing. So and you think we he saw starts? That. We, I mean, I would start him ahead of Sterling unnamed Brown. player X that may or may not <laughs> sign with the Lakers and be available tonight, this just because so he's been around. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I don't. I just. I don't. He has want, seniority. <laughs> I don't want. Uh, we and we talked about this a little bit last night. I don't remember who's um, who was who who asked this question. Um, so I apologize, and you can yell at me about it. But um, you know, the thought of like, we, oh, we talked about like who would be who would be the starters if the roster as it was currently constructed, if everybody was healthy. Because TB has been playing really well, do you then 
you know, move Anthony Davis to the four. And I don't think that will happen. And I wouldn't do that. And my reasoning for that is mostly just because I don't think LeBron can be a full, like guard threes full time anymore, especially if he's going to have the offensive creation load that he is going to have. Mm-hmm. So starting him at the three, your, your, your thought of, you know, Wenyan at the, Wenyan at four and, and TB at five and LeBron at three or JTA at four and LeBron, like, I just, I don't even, even like oh, for I small stretches, I just, I, I, I worry. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see LeBron just being a full-time wing anymore. So I think LeBron is going to be the four and I think he should be the four and TB is going to start. So, yeah, I mean, I think it maybe is Max Christie um, at three tonight. There's, as you said, there's not a lot of options. And you said you made the thing of, you know, it is next man up. That is true. And that's what we saw against Miami. Um, but like at some point that that's not something that is sustainable, right? You can get yeah. up and rally the rally around the flag and all of that stuff here and there. Um, and as I mentioned again last night, also la- not again, also last night. And we'll say again now that is more likely and is more sustainable if you have someone like Pat Patrick Beverly, who is going to like, you know, that force of will kind of stuff. And with Russ too, to a lesser extent, but like, you know, there's, what is the like uh, analogy of, you know, there's leaks in the dam and you're plugging with fingers, you know, you're plugging all the holes. Eventually you run out of fingers. So Mm -hmm. like, you're right. Max Christie is six, six and, you know what? I don't whatever. One hundred and seventy-five pounds. You see, but is he that much? Yeah. You just take a shower. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a brick in each pocket. But like, <laughs> okay, like this is why you draft him, right? This is like obviously you don't w- want to be forced to have to play someone, you know, ahead of their role or an outsized role for them. But like, there's not as you mentioned, there's not a yeah. lot of options. Yeah, I think. It's going to be interesting to see how the next couple days go, uh, and certainly over the next week or so, because, you know, it's it's tough, you know, trading or waving or whatever they would have to do with Jones, who isn't playing anyway. Like, Jones would be relied upon if Bryant got hurt, right? And so, like, once you trade that guy, once you send that guy away, that that ship has now sailed, and if you have another issue come up, then... Right. You're really thin up there. So, like, it, it's right. in that case, you are starting Wenyan or LeBron at start, at center, and you're yeah. definitely closing with LeBron at center. Yeah, and you know, look, the the Lakers did reportedly work out Demarcus Cousins. Um, no, 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 I no, know, no, 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 no. Yeah, they did. That's, the Lakers did not. Okay, that's, and that's not what the report says either. I don't think. Or they're preparing. Oh, they're yeah. getting ready to next there week or go. something like that. There well, you I go. mean, again. No, 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 because did means like they're already have done it and then there's a decision to make now. I guess. I mean, the decision is kind of sort of made whenever Sterling Brown signs that contract, you know, so that that's after that, you can't really work out. I'm not saying DeMarcus Cousins will not be worked out by the Lakers. I am saying that DeMarcus Cousins has not been worked out by the Lakers. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, But yeah, so, you know, the Lakers in that in that hypothetical like i don't think you work out to marcus cousins and you certainly don't bring him in if you still have damian jones on the roster because i feel like that's that's a misuse of that roster spot given their needs on the wing the the need they already had and then and then they 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 uh 
the need that's made even more desperate by these injuries. Um, I just don't see that it was, it was like when last year they had, you know, they brought in Isaiah Thomas and they still desperately needed people on the wing. And I was just like, why, what the hell, (laughs) you know, it's like, he's still a name. And and he still got buckets, I guess, while he was out there or whatever. But the Lakers yeah, didn't he, late points. Didn't he have like 20 in his first game back? He was I wild. Had, yeah. I think his, uh, the, the guy who was guarding scored 23 in that in that quarter or whatever. But but yeah. I, what does Trey Young have to do with any of this? <laughs> Speaking of guys that are going <laughs> to. Um, all right. So last thing here before we start getting ready to get up out of here. And yeah, it, this is going to be a shorter show. Again, my fault for that. But um, is there anybody like you're allowed to talk about free agents, right? Yeah. I mentioned Josh Jackson. I mentioned uh, Mo Harkless. Uh, Alpha Rucamino is is also out there. Carm- Carmelo Anthony is also still out there. Is there anybody who who you kind of have your eye on as the Lakers? Like they they're still reluctant, obviously, to trade for. A wing, and these teams are so reluctant to trade said wings. Um, the Lakers do still have a need, and it's made even more desperate. Like I just said a second ago, on the wing. So, is there any is there any available wings that the Lakers? I know they already worked out Mo Harkless. I haven't heard that they've worked out Josh Jackson. They obviously are familiar with Carmelo Anthony. Is there anybody that that, that you kind of have your eye on? So. Without divulging too much and getting yourself in trouble, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, um, with apologies to uh, to to Javi to Golden Eye Graphics, I would put Carmelo at the bottom of that list because yeah. um, the Lakers have a handful of issues, but uh, the shooting one has corrected some, um, yeah. and that's all Carmelo's gonna do. Um, Alex wrote really well on silver screen about the Lakers proficiency from the corners and how that's mm-hmm. really upped itself recently. And, Not and just Carmelo, that they're Carmelo can shoot it from the corners. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. But I think a bigger need. And when we say like a wing, the bigger need is more live bodies and guys that can guard other wings. And that's not mm-hmm. what Carmelo's going to do. Um, yeah. So you don't have to have Patrick Beverly or LeBron guarding jason tatum full time yeah you know somebody that can kind of be an athlete and that's that's one of the other laker deficiencies is athleticism um, athleticism. um and harkless and alpha rugamino have both had times as portland thinking (laughs) calling people defensive stoppers right um (laughs) yeah you know wing kind of the three four you know guys you're gonna put on you know, KD when the Warriors were blowing them out every year or um so but then there's the, the, the other part get of Ruben it. Patterson. Should they should they... <laughs> I, I, I think my Ruben Patterson stories are need to be off the air, but uh we had Ruben and Patterson when I was there for a while. Um actually I like Ruben a lot. And actually I saw him at the last time I saw him was at um Kobe's jersey retirement. Uh, the Lakers did a, a, a party for him before the well dual jersey retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually the last time I that was the last time I saw Ruben. Um, but there is another 
thing. And you kind of, you see it with, well, with, with Lonnie Walker and with Troy Brown being brought in, there's a thing called the second draft um, where guys have some sort of pedigree and, and Josh Jackson has the, the highest pedigree of any of these guys um, based on draft position. And so uh, teams, and it's not just the Lakers, there's lots of teams that are inclined to take more chances on that because there was something there at the beginning. Um, there was something enticing at the beginning. Rob really believes in pedigree. Like his, his, his transaction history, if you go back and look at it, it's a lot of guys with, with pedigree above yeah. all else. So, and, but that's the thing with like, with Lonnie was a first round pick and uh, uh late lottery pick and, and with Troy Brown was late lottery pick. And sometimes, you know, the talent is usually there. Sometimes guys can't get out of their own way. Sometimes the, the system is just bad. Um, but sometimes it just doesn't work, right? Like mm-hmm. with, with Josh, it hasn't worked anywhere with, I mean, Phoenix. He's is, had a couple flashes. Phoenix, but, yeah, for I the mean, most but part. Phoenix is kind of notorious for this, right? Like mm-hmm. what happened with, with Marquise Chris was, I think the fourth or fifth pick didn't work there. And then, you know, has bounced around the league also, but those kind of guys, higher lottery picks get more chances to see if they can figure it out. See if it is the environment. Dragon Bender is another terrible example from <laughs> Phoenix, right? Um, but those guys get. I think he lives in Vegas now. Does I he? think, he, well, he should. That's the only place he plays. Um, and he's still, he is, he's still young. He is still an explosive athlete. He's 6'8, maybe 6'9. So, I mean, yeah, those are, those are, those are, those are, those are fine names. Um, but as I tell you guys in Slack all the time, um, there is a there's reason, a reason why, there's a reason why guys, yeah, th- this is why everybody says I hated Stanley and Wenyon. Well, nobody accused me of hating Stanley, but it's the same thing applies to like these guys when they come in are going to play hard um, and give you what they have. And especially when you're de- a decent size and a decent athlete it can look decent going, you know, compared to what the alternatives are mm-hmm. with those. But like the playing hard thing doesn't work in the NBA. Playing harder than everybody else doesn't really work. There is a reason why these guys are available. Um, right. And and everybody was upset about Stanley being traded. And okay, well, then he got <laughs> like, he's bounced around even since then. So there's a reason, like, I, I, w- I would caution anybody. Yeah, I mean, those are fine names to bring in and see what they have and see if they can help because they are certainly a fill a need of, you know, some wing-ish size, um, you know, like traditional three, four size and good athletes. Um, but I would not expect miracles. There's a reason. The guys that are available, there's a reason they're available. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Um, I, I still like, actually Stanley was uh, an example of what you're talking about, betting on pedigree, right? He was a lottery mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. It was the eighth and, pick, I think. Yeah. Seventh um, or eighth. Yeah. yeah that's, that's things, exactly right. Yeah. One of the weirder things. Wenyon was a first round pick too. My lifetime is that modern day just doesn't produce pro players. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's this powerhouse of high school basketball, but they so, just do not produce so pro players. High school. He was so good in high school. Who, uh, Stanley? Stanley? He is among oh, yeah. the best high school players I've ever seen. See, like I, I, I would have bet whatever dollar I make on in in my future back when I was in high school on Cedric Bozeman being like good in the pros. I thought for sure that guy was going to be it. And he wasn't even once he UCLA. wasn't. I was like, 
Well, right, but like once once he just kind of like was whatever, I was like, all right, something's going on at modern day, and it's only continued. Like they they just do not produce pro players. Stanley was commensurate so with like the amounts of success that they have, um, you know, kind of organizationally. Um, all right, so yeah, I I personally again would make the bet on Josh Jackson that the Lakers made on Stanley Johnson last year. Um, it you joke about Stanley, but like my buddy in San Antonio is swearing by what he's seen from Stanley to this point. Um, so I, I still believe. And if the San Antonio Spurs ever decide to waive him, I would happily bring him back. Just I would be through the roof, over the moon, if they could bring back Stan the Man. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> All right. So there's another player you hate. We're just officially... no. I don't know. No, no Stanley's right. fine. No, I just fine. yeah, Stanley's Stanley's fine. I just I just think there needs to be some. There's a ceiling. There for sure is a ceiling. I'm not yeah. saying that like I would trust Stanley Johnson as my starting wing in a final series. No, I. But like again, it's like we talk about all the time about with these with these guards that are trying to play small forward. Yeah, Lonnie Walker is a better player than Stanley Johnson, but is he a better small forward than Stanley Johnson? Yeah, I don't think so. No, yes, he's he not. Is. No, yes, he's he not. He is. He's not a better power forward, but he is a better small. Forward. The, the numbers, the numbers do not say that he is. <laughs> well, you don't just get to you don't just get to take him out of all the lineups he's in. I it's just those combinations. Just, the the combinations of six one six one six three. Look, like, those I love Lonnie's great. game. I love Lonnie's game. Is like you know when he's put in in the proper role, small forward, not the proper role. <laughs> no, I would prefer to see him as a two than a three, but. I'd prefer him to see him as a one over. A he's three. not a point guard. I'd rather see him as a one than he's a, a three. He's point guard size. He is not a point guard. He's not small forward size. <laughs> he's small forward skilled, and his athleticism helps him more as a three than it would as a one. I, I, Lonnie Walker is not initiating offense. Then you want no, LeBron to do all of it. Yeah, he, that's not that's that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> But he if you have Austin out, if you have Austin out there, he could initiate offense before Lonnie, and I think that's enough secondary ball handling there with with Lonnie, Austin, and LeBron as as your like one two three. I do not agree with you. <laughs> I do not agree with you. <laughs> All right, we're Austin is not this. a point guard. Lonnie is not a point guard. Austin is neither more was of a point KCP. Guard than Lonnie. KCP was not a point guard. Alex Caruso, not even really a point guard either. You're right on both of those things. And they were great next to LeBron because you don't need a point. Like this is, this is like this is the lesson that the Lakers refused to learn next many, to LeBron. Wait, is that, how many, like how you many don't need a point guard next to him. How many seasons ago was that? Uh, I would still say it was that was three seasons ago. It was three seasons ago, and I would still say that if if Alex Caruso and and Contavious Caldwell Pope were your starting backcourt next to LeBron right now, the Lakers would be significantly better than they have looked at any point with Russell. Westbrook. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. But that is too much to put on LeBron offensively. I need a I need a point guard out there, or at least a like at least a combo guard. Lonnie's this is going to divulge into like a 45-minute conversation right, right, on right. top of the one that we've had to this no, point. No, 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 no. I got to go get a haircut. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But I do agree right. with you. Yes, if KCP and Caruso were still around, the Lakers would be better. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Hurrah. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for this episode and this week's episodes here 
on the Silver Schooner Roll Podcast Network. Um, we have, look, we are now into like the thick of it, right? Now that 10 days are a thing, now that there has been the first official transaction, the first official trade here in the NBA. Yeah. So we are going to be getting... Landscape changing. Hey, I look, it wouldn't surprise me, again, because of pedigree, if the Lakers brought in Vonley for a workout. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I don't but think like it, uh Yeah, I think he has. I think, I think that was part went. of the transaction. Um, I don't, maybe not officially, but they were, they were, there was part of the reporting around the transaction was that the Spurs were going to waive. They, they were going to waive. Oh, I, I suspect they, I suspect they are going to waive him. I just don't, yeah. I just didn't think they had yet. Yeah. Whenever they do, I, I, I think the Lakers will, will eventually at least work him out. I, I would imagine, but we'll see. Um, again, apologies for going short. That is all my fault for, for going out there and chopping wood for way too long. Um, and that's at like, that's not even a, a euphemism. It was literally me in my, on my back patio. For what? What are we, for a fire? What are we doing? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. I got a, I got one of those solo stove thingies for the back patio. Mm, okay. And, um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy it quite a bit. Mm. Sit out there with a cigar, a whiskey, watch, watch a movie or a game know, or whatever. That's, that's living nice. right there. It's been quite nice. Yeah. yeah that's Come on out, dude. I've, I've been telling you for years. Come on out. All right. That is going to do it here. <laughs> As you hear my, my son screaming in the background. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> Shut up, Miles. I'm kidding. It's not. He's with, he's with you. All right. Again, that is going to do it here. We'll talk to you all next week.